Hello, everyone. Welcome to Poolside Chats, a new podcast by California Schools JPA that dives into risk management and employee benefits. Let's learn a little bit about our hosts. I'm Liana. I've been with the JPA for four years now. I am the Marketing Communications Manager. Uh, I've really enjoyed my time with the JPA and really enjoyed being able to bring all of this education and uh, events to you. Hi, everybody. I am Alex. I am one of the senior risk managers on our California Schools Risk Management side of the house. I have been with the JPA for about five and a half years now, and I will say that time has seriously flown by. I got my start in risk management as an administrative assistant on a really large solar construction project, and I'll be honest, I hated it. That was probably in my very out of the few jobs that I've held, it was definitely up there in my least favorite jobs. Um, construction zones are not a fun place to work, and especially if you're in the safety department, there's nothing you can do to stop those companies from coming on site and doing what they need to do, regardless of whether or not they have their compliance documents in place. So when I left the construction site and went back to being a student worker for San Bernardino County Superintendent of Schools, I figured I was done in the safety OSHA world because it was really overwhelming and there wasn't a lot of success being on the administrative side because work just had to be done regardless. So when I got hired at the JPA as a risk management specialist, I really expected a lot of the same, but it's a much different environment working for the public sector and working for educational entities. And of course there are still difficulties, but now this is definitely my favorite job that I've ever held. And I really hope that it stays that way. I'm Jasmine, Jasmine Martinez, and I am the training manager for California Schools JPA. That's how I always start all my trainings. Um, I remember, actually, Alex, when you started at the JPA, as a, I think you, you uh, subbed for a little bit. And I was like, she's oh, yes. cool. I like her. And then you applied. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I, I've been with the JPA. Now I'm realizing how long you guys have been here. And I apparently am the veteran. I've been here for almost eight years now, probably j- just about eight years. I started with San Bernardino County Superintendent of Schools as well in 2011. And I loved that job. I thought it was great. The people were amazing. I learned a lot. I was in the business, I was in the business department and got to know how that structure worked along with you know, creating purchase orders and um, eventually becoming an account, senior account fiscal clerk, I think, a senior fiscal clerk. It's been such a long time. And there happened to be a position open in San Bernardino, which is where I lived, for a work comp assistant. And I said, yeah, I, I think I could do that. And sure enough, eight years later, now I'm where I'm at. And I just, I love what I do. I love the people I work with. And I'm just so happy to be a part of the JPA. And I actually didn't even know what a JPA was when I first started. So I had to really learn and understand the culture and everything behind it. Um, Somebody who I know knows how to describe the JPA eloquently is with us today, Liana. Tell the audience what a JPA is and what we can expect to get from it or gain from being a part of a JPA. Oh, absolutely. So a JPA, for those of you who don't know, is a joint powers authority, which is formed when a group of like entities come together for a single purpose. In our case, school districts and community colleges. They have pooled their resources for greater purchasing power in the insurance markets. Pooling resources ensures long-term financial stability and ensures more dollars are kept for the schools and in the classrooms where they belong. 
Right, and in our role, we act as the liaison between educational entities and insurance companies to ensure that our schools and community colleges are able to adequately plan ahead and maximize educational dollars instead of spending exorbitant amounts on ballooning insurance and mitigation costs. Because of the pool of resources, we are able to provide ancillary services that benefit the entire pool, such as wellness programs, specialized trainings, employee assistance programs, grant programs, and so much more. So we've all been with the JPA for several years now, and throughout our years with the JPA, we've experienced different things. I started in risk management and moved to risk management and employee benefits, and Juliana and you, Alex, have had your own growth within the JPA. What's been like the most important thing that you've learned? I can say for sure that in the industry that we work in, there it's ever-changing. So I think a great thing about our jobs is there's always something to learn. And being part of a JPA that serves educational entities, I think that's a great thing because we're never the experts at every single topic at any given time, but we're always staying abreast on relevant topics and relevant resources to bring to our community colleges and our school districts. And when I first started at the JPA, I really got involved in ergonomics because we didn't have a risk manager at the time that really went out to the school district and performed ergonomic evaluations. So since that was an area of need, that was the area that I hopped into. And I really enjoyed that. And as a result, a few years later, I have partnered with our lovely training manager, Jasmine, and we now have a, a, a resource for ergonomics training. And they come out to the JPA and host a really great two-day training every year. And so that has been really great in growing our ergonomics resources and our programs for the districts. Yeah, what I love about that is it empowers it empowers the districts to really understand their program, their safety program, so that they can bring it out to their employees and keep them safe. Oh, yeah. And I would really like to do a ergonomics topic. Maybe we can do another episode specifically on ergonomics because I think it might be an area that is really overlooked sometimes and we don't think about it until someone's already experiencing pain or they may have already experienced an injury and there's a lot that can be done on the proactive side either when you hire somebody or just doing check-ins with each department just to make sure that they're set up and they have all of the right equipment. So again, we could go on and on about ergonomics, but from there I have really um, taken a dive into governance and operations and really following legislative activity. So that for the last few years has really been my area of focus and I can't say enough about how much information there is out there. So learning about how the legislative process works and I didn't go to college for political science so this has been a complete new learning curve for me as well but just being up at the state capitol building every year, being able to participate in legislative action day, talking to different assembly members and even senators at times has been so awesome. So I really am grateful for that learning opportunity. And again, it's something that is ever changing and there's always new information out there. So that's what I really enjoy about it. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, as, as Alex was saying, she didn't go to school for political science. I did. <laughs> learning about the legislation and being able to put it in, in a format that is easy to read, easy to understand for our members and sort of sharing those resources and that information has been you know, eye-opening and really, really um, a passion of mine. So that's that's really exciting. And I work very closely with Alex as well to produce those things. 
the other thing I wanted to share was that, you know, I have had this sort of unique opportunity to really work with both um, sides of the house. I've worked with the employee benefits and I've worked with risk management sort of since day one. Um, and that's really allowed me to learn a lot about both employee benefits and risk management, especially I knew nothing coming in. I, I had parents who worked in the education uh, field for a very long time, actually parents and grandparents. So I knew a lot about education. I know a lot about being in a classroom. I know a lot about the school side of it. I didn't know a lot about the JPA side of it. So I've really had the opportunity to learn. It's really interesting to be able to see all the different things that go into making a school operate effectively. We need we need to make sure our teachers are you know, well taken care of mentally and physically. We need to make sure that our school and our, our sites are well taken care of. We need to make sure that when someone gets injured on a school campus that they can get back to work in a timely fashion. You know, we there's a lot that goes back into the schools that maybe we don't necessarily see as an outsider. And I think that's been the biggest learning curve for me. And I think that's um, really something that I think we need to share with more people. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I'm so excited about this podcast because where you are going to bring those kind of topics to the audience and to the members so they can get not just the understanding of you know what's required and the, the rules and laws and regulations, but also practical examples on how to implement different programs in your school districts or community college sites. We can't wait for all of you to join us on our future podcasts and make sure to check out our website. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at CA Schools JPA.